Thanks for calling Brick's Yard. This is two and two. How can I help you? That's a hell of a way to start a podcast, Danny. Well, I, you know, you know what I just did. What'd you do? I had a dabby dab. A dabby dab. Yeah, yeah and I'm hanging out with the cats for a real quick second. I got two of them in my room. Right what now. was it? Indica or a sativa? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, that, know. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I am a drug dealer. You got a drug dealer? Yeah, well, my roommate. He goes gets me something when I'm low, and I get some, and I'm not sure if it's one or the other. I, I've never figured that out. I've tried to. I know one's an upper, right? Jesus Christ. Well, hey, you know what? Let's just jump right into it. So we were on the phone earlier, Danny and I. And uh, we were talking about being a white male in uh, 2020. Privilege. Privilege. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, really, is it privilege? Is it really privilege? I mean, like, I, my, my point was, and we're probably going to lose a lot of black and Hispanic and Asian listeners right now. I don't now. think so. I, I, I don't think so. Maybe, why, why would you think we'd lose a lot? Of, why would you think we'd lose a lot of people? I don't think we would. I think I think people need to hear about this because I think they think they're gaining something by taking something away from somebody else. Hey, listen, times you have know, changed. When, think about this. when you make when you make somebody feel guilty. When you make somebody feel guilty, like they shouldn't say something, you're basically telling them to shut up. So well, I'm going to open this up. I'm going to open hmm. this up to Twitter comments once we have a Twitter handle and all that shit. But um, <laughs> perfect. I would love to hear uh, open forum. You know, like how racist we really are. Because <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't think that we are. But I, I'm just trying to make a point that has to do with race, and I don't think that it's. Um, I don't think that I'm a racist and I don't think that Danny is a racist. I think that we're just po- no, pointing out obvious things that are happening to white people in the midst of a turn in political stance. I really think it's a turn in culture. It's a turn in culture. It's a turn in culture. Let me just say this. Really I'm going to back up a couple of presidents before some people sure. people were probably even born. Um, so there was a guy named Reagan, and that I think that was pretty howdy howdy, heidi high, fucking white people, right? Okay, that shit ended in 1988. You're saying the generation. You're saying the generation, not the president. I'm saying during that time. Was, the generation, the 1980s. I love the 80s. 80, uh, Every, 19, the 80s. 1980 through 1988, when Reagan was the president. It was. I know we had hypercolor shirts. You remember those shirts? Yeah, but it was pretty much about white. It, it, it was pretty much about white people. Mexicans and Asians didn't have hypercolored shirts for the most part, right? Am I wrong? Black, uh, black, yeah, kind of wrong, black people took it to their own direction and they they made hip hop. Well, which, everybody which was brand had their own new. style. It's like 
it's a culture thing. Everybody had their own style. It was different back then, it's right? Different style. So it's different. Now. It's it, different now. It's different in the. It's different but, when I graduated in '94. But it was very. Every, but, but it was very style. white. White dominated. Am I wrong? In the '80s, mm-hmm. yes. Well, let me ask. You, let me ask you a question. Do you wear jean shorts? No. When you're growing up, you ever wear jeans shorts? You ever wear you ever wear something dorky? You're you're older than me, so no. No, but you never wore anything dorky in your life. Dorky, yes, and dorky to me would have been. I'm yeah. tr- I'm trying to think what dorky was. God, I can't remember. What did your sister? What did your sister look at you and say? Oh my God, you're going outside like that. Well, she was younger than me, so like I was the cool kid. Yeah, but she would have still had more style than you. She's a girl. I doubt it. She was she was significantly younger. Both of my sisters are younger than me. So like, well, either way, what was the dorkiest thing you ever did and you wore in public and then got back and like, oh my god? I mean, the shorts thing. Maybe I think I wore white shorts. I saw a picture of me in shorts. Did you have shorts? They might have been jean shorts, like you're talking about, but like they were white shorts. Yeah, shorts. They're jeans that are shorts. They're shorts. But I think I think my jean shorts were cooler than your jean shorts. No, but you wore like ninety two. You, yeah, but you probably wore those with a like a white t shirt, and you just got done working out, and you're all skinny. No, I, I I never worked out when I was that young. I was in like fifth grade in like ninety two. No, I was probably younger than that. Oh, so you were chubby. You're chubby. I was just a kid. I was just a kid. Okay, so we all so we all have these little awkward things we go through in life, right? Sure. We all gotta learn. We all gotta learn. We all gotta Hey, sometimes I don't know about you, but I got bullied when I was growing up too. I but never got. Bu- I learned. I got bullied once, well, and and the second time someone tried to bully me, I fucking kicked. Him, I kicked him in the nuts, like, and that that was. So, the, so you learned. You learned. You learned how to deal with it. I just reacted because I was around and you and when I, when I was first bullied. It was someone that was a couple years older than me, and uh, the next time. And I bet you were a big guy. The next time it was a group of people that tried to bully me and I wasn't having it because they were in my house. They were in my garage, actually. And I kicked one of the kids in the nuts as fucking hard as I could. And I told them all to get the fuck out of here. It's my fucking house. And that was that. And then and I, I bet you back then, I bet you back then. You were wearing shorts and you weren't. You you didn't have. The definitely was wearing shorts. I was wearing shorts and like a basketball jersey, bro. <laughs> well, no, but the thing is, you weren't like fit like you are today. Oh no! You didn't no. start doing. Well, you didn't start doing your workout regimen till what? How old were you? Oh, to my late late twenties. I mean, I'm thirty-seven. So that's when you, that's today. when you decided to be healthy. I decided to be healthy probably about ten years ago. Yeah, twenty-seven. I mean, and I wasn't that I, I wasn't that out of shape in my twenties, but I'm like you know, like out of high school through twenty. I mean, I mean, I, I, I was, you had a belly. I, I I was active at one point. I had a belly, yes, but I was active. 
Um, and even in high school, I was active. Like, I mean, I was, I was an athlete. I wrestled. I played golf. Like, I mean, but I wasn't, like, vain about my body. I just was me. And, um, I mean, you've known me for probably since I was, like, 16. So, I mean, you you know the the evolution of me, but I mean it was I think I was like twenty six or twenty seven when I really decided that I needed to yeah, fix sure. some shit. Okay, thank you. Yeah. So, Danny's biggest concern about this podcast was to focus topics, and he said that he was going to bring some topics to today. So, what topics do you got? Well, we already started on the topic. It was called uh, white privilege. Yes. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. That makes I this mean, premeditated you, you, racism. You, you actually, you actually have so much privilege. I didn't even have to like. You didn't have to remember it. I just have to tell you. Pre- That's how much privilege you. You're you are whiter than I am. Premeditated white privilege. Um, so, so, so let's talk about this. Let's walk through, uh, your, cause let's be honest with, with everybody that's listening, white people. Yeah, we had it better. We had it better for a long time, but I would say somewhere. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think if you want to talk about white privilege, you don't talk about where we started. You talk about where you are now. Okay, and where you are now is how you treat people, how you treat do you know, people, how do you, you interact. Do you know where we're at right now? Do you know where we're at right now? And it doesn't matter what color you are. Women have it better. Oh, totally. And especially if you're an attractive woman. And that's a different story because, you know, there's a, there's a difference there. And I'm not saying not all girls are attractive. Every girl is attractive to somebody out there. Sure, but when the news is saying believe all women. I'll believe all women as soon as all women show up to every one I ask out on a date. I don't believe all women. That's bullshit. No, think about that. Think about that. Think about that. How many girls you ask out on a date? And how many show? How many? And I'm not saying you just like showed up by yourself, but you thought they were going to be at the same spot or the same bar or the same pool hall. Well, it depends on how you're asking for the date. I mean, like today is 2020. You doing the fucking Tinder, the Bumble shit, or are you actually meeting a real woman in life? Hey, I saw you at the, I saw you at the, the I I saw you at the grocery store and I was like, damn, you cook eggs too. Shit. Let me get your number, girl. Like, I mean, like, was it like that? Or was it like fucking... Dude, dude, you are in your 30s. You're going to meet more girls at the supermarket. I'm sorry. Duh. That's how it is. Because everybody's got to eat. We, we've learned that We've learned that from the pandemic. Like, no, what's I mean, open right now? Grocery you? stores. <laughs> Everybody goes so to the grocery this is store. What I'm all saying. ages. So this, so this is what I'm saying. If you got to pick up a woman at a grocery store... Go down the meat aisle. Make sure you don't get a vegetarian. You want somebody that cooks meat, loves steak, maybe like the barbecue. 
Sure. So when you go shopping, the thing is, every time you go shopping, you go do your shit as quick as you can. You go get your bread, all that shit, and then you take your time on the fucking meat section. And you go bass that thing a couple of times, and if you see a cute girl and she doesn't have a ring on, you you move. You, gotta talk to her. you move. You know, I've never done that. I've, I've, I'm just saying, no, my games, my games changed. My games changed too. And I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. I have not done the grocery store thing, even though I know that's successful. Oh, dude, the best one to do it. I actually drive all the way across town to UP because they don't charge for uh, bags <laughs> and they still give you plastic bags and the clientele is better. Yeah. So I drive way across town. Yeah. And I get my groceries there. Then I go by the pet store. There's nobody in there but like miserable people. Miserable people. I realize miserable people. Most miserable people have animals. The problem. And they just like I open. I I think they're trying to pump them up until like in case they run out of food and then they can work on their animals. The problem is I don't know. Well, I think I think people have animals now because they rather have animals than kids. To be honest with you, but but I think that um, you know it depends on where you live. You say you're driving across town to go get groceries somewhere I mean, nicer somewhere nicer sure and i could probably do nicer, the same nicer I, people. I could probably do the same thing but if i went to my local grocery tell me about what happens when you go to your local grocery store because at mine uh it is a bunch of old ass people i i live in edmonds washington and it's like a retirement town like i mean the average age here is like 55 plus so i go to the grocery store i'm, I'm not seeing the average 30 year old so fucking so, single bitch like so, i'm not so so put it this way when me and you were roommates back in the day yeah we had that one grocery we had that one safeway up on 38th remember That's oh, the one oh that all of us, that, yeah, yeah they had sure. one on 38th and 56 sure but all both, all both of us i know went to 38th all the time and uh now I, so all that time I've been going to 38 Safeway. Yeah. I never, ever, 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 ever ran into anybody I knew. Neither did I. But the, the, the one, to, like the last time I went to U, UP Safeway, I ran into this guy that always chips and putts with my dad, you know, at Meadow Park. I forget his name. Great sure, guy. Sure. But then I also ran into uh, Andy L. You know Andy Hill. Oh, I know Andy. I ran into Andy, and uh, he's got a face mask. He's got a wazoo face mask. Nah. You know, cool. And uh, he doesn't have any Andy, gloves Andy, on, but he's, shout he out to Andy Hill. On, he's a gangster. Oh, Andy's awesome. But no, he said uh, him and his buddies were gonna. I I was like, hey, you know, because this is the weird thing. So he's a member at Tacoma. Tacoma, the whole facility is all private. All private. Yeah. As soon as the lockdown went into effect, or the restrictions went into effect, Tacoma did abided by those rules, you know. And uh, everybody's on an account, so they can just call in and say, hey, we're teeing off, and somebody can wipe down the card. Very safe. Sure. But the governor, Governor Inslee, sent a cop up there to close down Tacoma Golf and Country Club. Really? 
And I'm just sitting there going, why don't you let somebody be an example of how you can run something very, very sharp, very clean, you know, because, I mean, everybody gets their own car or you just walk. And when you're on a golf course, you're never within six feet of somebody unless you're on the tee box and you can just stand further away from each other, you know. And the whole thing is, is if you're sick. It's if you're sick. Because if nobody in your group's sick, who's going to get somebody sick? It's like you almost, everybody's almost gotten so scared totally. of, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's like we should be cautious, like cautious. Well, like think we of the, are prepared. Th- Danny, th- Danny. We, th- we know what we should do. We know we should wash our hands. Think of the we numbers, should, though. Like, I mean, the, the mortality rate is like between two and five percent. It's two and five percent. How many people have had a heart attack? Hey, hey, think about this. How many people have had a heart attack in the last two months? You got to you look, you got to look at a lot of those stats. Of course, uh, of course. How many people have cancer? How many, how many, how many mothers have miscarried? How many fucking people? Pennsylvania just took 200 people off of their death list because of uh, coronavirus and put it for other reasons. Because people, the, the thing is, we haven't realized this, is that the death rate compared to the infection rate is less less than 1% right now. Dude, it's, so it's, it's so low. It's so low. It's so low. So low. But the thing is, is that while we've been going through this pandemic, all those places that thought they were, every single state, every single county that thought they were going to have, think about New York. New York got hit hard, but they did not need 40,000 respirators. So check this, dude. They needed four, they needed 4,000, and they sent the other, because the to government didn't release them in months. No, releasing the other states that might need them, and now a lot of those respirators are going overseas to Ch- other countries. Check this. So Check. the thing is, is that you got to you, you got to remember is that you can only ask for what you need. If you ask for more than you need, then you're greedy. You sure. Gotta, you got to You know what I mean? It's like, like you said, like if if you're really sick, you would uh, go to Costco, get a big old bag of rice, and then frozen chicken breasts and, and, and vegetables. You'd get about four bags of vegetables and you'd be good for about a month, you know, but not a lot of people know how to, not, not a lot of whole people know how to like shop like you and I used to like, I mean, it's, I've had people literally ask me, Brett, how do you eat? What do you shop for? And I'm like, really? Like, I mean, fuck, like, it's not that hard to figure out. Like, I mean, I find it healthy. I just get, I just, I it's totally healthy. don't you find it healthy? Don't you, you, you keep it. I mean, you eat a lot of kale still, I'm assuming. A lot of what? Kale. I literally I eat a lot of vegetables, as many as I can with some meat. And then that's it. I mean, vegetables are not vegetables. Vegetables are not expensive. Rice, kale, 
regular ass salad, tomatoes, mushrooms. Not expensive. You gotta get some onions in those onions. Onions, onions. not expensive, man. Like, I mean, hey, you give me forty bucks a week, and you want me to fill up my refrigerator? It's like a fucking a tub of that mixed fucking, you know, uh, spinach and fucking lettuce and like. You know, you, you know what I did for my parents. What'd you do? I had to go shopping for them. Yeah. So I went. I went to PetSmart, and I didn't get too much at PetSmart, but I got. You went shopping for your parents at PetSmart. No, well, we got cats. We got. You went shopping for the cats. All right. Well, it's important to the parents, and then I went and got food for the parents, including ice cream. Thank you. I got them ice cream, dude. You know what I love? What? Talking about ice cream, I've seen the ice cream lady go down our street last uh, twice in the last week. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we got a night. I was trying to chase her down today. I couldn't catch her. I got a question for you, Danny. What? We've got probably another 20 minutes to go on this podcast if we wanted to go. If I was to call a guest, who should we call? Oh, we shouldn't call anybody. We're gonna, we got enough to talk about right now. I haven't even told you about uh, UP. Oh. What I did, what oh. I shopped for the oh. parents. Oh, so we got 20 minutes. You and I are. I'm down really? with that. I'm down with that. Just you and I. Let's go. Dude, you know what I did at UP? So I go in there and I'm like, first thing I was like, I looked at the list yeah. and the first thing my dad on the list was ding dong. <laughs> he had like mushrooms and, you know, asparagus and broccoli and, and, uh, you know, frozen. He likes to get those frozen, uh, um, stir fry vegetables ready so he can just dump them in and you dad, you know, yeah, he, he so he he gives me a list of what to do, but the first thing on the list was ding dong. And uh, you got to remember, it's probably something you should not have. Well, they're they're both in their eighties, and this is what I think people should do: the older you get in life, they're in their eighties. <clears throat> they're both diabetics, and sometimes that means their sugar's high or low. I don't know. All I, all I know is they take care of themselves. I'm just here to help out with, the, like, the heavy shit and, like, you know, taking the garbage out and going shopping. You know, I, I let them be independent. But if they want to have ding-dongs and they're 80, you can have as many fucking ding-dongs as you fucking want. White. That's the way I look at life. White. You get to a certain point and you just, you want it. I, who am I to say? Oh, how about I just? No, he wanted two boxes of dingo. White privilege. Two boxes of white, white privilege. We were talking about that. So let's get back on that topic. So, uh, so you think with what I've told you with my story is that I have a lot of uh, privilege? Well, what do you think, honestly? Well, I think I think I'm kind of old school. Like, um, I re- the neighborhood I'm 
I'm in now and the house that I'm in now, I'm taking care of the parents that took care of me. And my grandparents used to live six blocks down the road. So the way I look at life is that if certain people take care of you, you, you take care of them if they need it. So I'm single. I don't got a girl right now. I'll get a girl later, whatever. But, uh, my job right now, since I've never had kids, is to kind of take care of my parents. You know, so that's what I'm doing. Take care. Hey, they could have taken me out of this world, so I got to make sure they're good. I mean, I don't want them to go into old folks' home ever. And you know what? That's probably best. I mean, for them, but for you personally. I don't know, man. It's not a bad deal, but it's hard to get laid when you live at your parents' house. Sure. Totally. But, so here's the thing. We're talking about white privilege. So my argument in uh, for it is that as you go through life, you just try to do the best things you can. And if you do, you'll be in a, if you don't expect to get rewarded, you just do things because hey. there's certain family, you know, there's family aspects. Can I, I mean, I can, can I tell you, can I tell you that I think that having your children expecting to care for you is a little bit of white privilege. It's kind of sad for the older the the child not to be in a relationship if you think about it. But the way I look at it is, I know they would rather me be in a relationship, but I haven't found one yet. But since I haven't, I have the time to take care of somebody. So why don't I do that? You know, it's not like I'm going to change anything right now. We got a lockdown. I can't meet a girl at a bar. Yeah, hey, but honey, about the, six months ago, you took some older girl that was older than you, actually, home to your parents' house <laughs> and fucked the bejesus out of her. No, I told her I was gonna. I told her I was gonna take her to the cabin. I have the cabin upstairs. And you slapped yeah. me. You slapped me because you thought that I was taking over on this girl. And to be honest with you, well, you probably no. Here's the honest truth is that you were dancing with her and she kept coming over to me asking, like just making flirty things with me. I'm like, no, 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 no. And I how did like, you let me get away with slapping you? And then I just, I don't know. Maybe, You're just like, I can't maybe, maybe you went for a drink or something like that. And I was like, and she's like, kept persisting after she was already persisting while she was with you, I started to dance with her. So I did. I was like, all right, whatever, ha, ha. And, I, like, I kept thinking in the back of my head, I'm like, dude, this looks so bad to the younger bitches that I have an opportunity with. They're like, and I was like. Oh, oh yeah, she was, an, she was an older bride. you got to remember, you're hanging out with an older friend. I'm going after the older brides. I'm relinquishing like a third of the clientele to you. Anyway, so I eventually, whether you recollect this or not, 
Probably not. I gave you control back because you obviously fucked her at your parents' house. I didn't fuck her. So you did. No, I fucked I, I fuck her that night. Yeah. Well, you slapped me that night as well. So because you were pissed that I was taking. I unquote. guess I touched you in Uber too because we got kicked, we got a lot of problems, part. I don't. I don't like, know. We I, got kicked out of an Uber too. What? Be, you and I got kicked out of an Uber. Yeah, you had blood all over your face, and you fell asleep in my parents' bedroom. I think I had a bloody nose because I drank too much. We didn't. We didn't get in a fight that night. Well, I don't know, but the Uber kicked us out. She was because I was bleeding. Because I was because oh. ble- I was bleeding. They didn't want blood all over the place. Remember the cops showed up. Remember that, the cops showed that, up. That I, dude, it's like fucking a fraction of my memory. Like I mean, like a sixteenth, a sixteenth. When he said the cop showed up and his arms are crossed across his chest, and I'm like, I, I barely remember that. You remember me saying, Brett, we got to go. We're going. We got to go. And I, tr- and I trust you when you say And you say did, we just kept walking. You yeah. just kept, we kept walking up that hill. Whatever. Because the cop looked at me. The cop looked at me. He goes, what's going on? I go, I, I have no idea. And he goes, uh, why is your friend bleeding? You punched him? Let's give a little premise. Let's give a little premise to this story. It was my birthday. And you rented a hotel room in one of the that nicest did, hotels. That we did not in stay in. <laughs> I was so confused. Go back there and get your camera and everything. <laughs> dude, when, dude, dude, when I woke up, I'm like, why am I not? Where, why am I not back in the hotel? That was my first thought. I was like, and where's my shirt? <laughs> I had no you know shirt on. Funny? I, you know, it's funny. I still have the uh, room card. Do you? That's funny. Yeah, yeah. I got it upstairs. So D- Danny's excuse was, he's like, oh, well, I mean, why you fill everybody in? But, like, you're, like, you were puking in the bathroom, which was connected to my parents' room, and you kicked them out and let me sleep in there, and I was bleeding all over myself, so that's why I didn't have a shirt on. You, uh, made sh- you took no, the- I took your shirt off and throw it in the in the laundry, in the laundry room. room. To wash it, you puked at it, and then God, you're a mess. And then, so, is that your white privilege? Yeah, uh, between you and I, <laughs> I guess. I mean, that's that's just homie well, privilege. No, that's the whole that's the whole topic about this. That was so a, anyway. That, 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 that was, that was, so what you're saying dude. is that you made good judgments. You made good judgments and picked good friends that you can pass out and not worry about anything. Dude. <laughs> The next day, the next, the, the, the next day, I wake up. I'm in his weird bedroom, which is his parents' bed, which is the, which was fucking awkward. Danny, you were at, you were at, you were half in the bedroom and half in the bathroom. Oh, when I was in the bathroom, I, yeah, yeah. He said I was puking in the You're bathroom half in. and somehow ended up halfway in between their room and in the bathroom, which was connected. And then he just like somehow either picked me up took my bloody shirt off me and threw me into bed. Good man. Um, I, didn't, I, didn't throw you, I didn't throw you in the bed. You crawled in the bed, obviously. I, all I, I did, did was take off your shirt I don't, right before. Don't even no, I, I don't remember I was, uh, my, 
my parents said, leave him alone. Because <laughs> I was going to go Thanks, pick Don. you up and move you upstairs. Thanks, I was going to go move you upstairs. And he goes, no, this is more comfortable anyway. So they just slept on the, he made my parents sleep on the. Oh my God, I'm sorry for Papa Don and Carolyn. It was your birthday. That's the least they could do. Well, I appreciate it. And so the next day, so the next so so I wake up and I'm like, where the fuck am I? I'm like, oh, I'm still in Danny's house. And like, you know, I know that he, I know that he lives upstairs. And so I, I make my way upstairs and I'm like, oh, dude, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, it's okay. Just, you know, like whatever, blah, blah, blah. You were puking. You slept on the floor. You slept on the floor for like another two hours, and you kept at waking least, up, and you're like, ah, at, least, at least, at least, at least, you were wrecked. You were wrecked. I couldn't eat for two days. I couldn't eat for two days. Dude, I took that day off. We, we, we drank, and, okay, a little, little pre, pretext to this entire story. Before we even drank, we go to McMinimins oh. in Tacoma, right? And, I don't have my driver's license. Yeah. <laughs> no, you had it. We go down there no, and, and well, we go I to a... Re- First of all, I'm pissed at McMinimins for this because we go to a restaurant at the basement of their hotel and we're sitting at a table and I've got like six people with us. And we're sitting out there, like, thinking we're going to get some food, we're going to have some drinks, and then we're going to go the upstairs oldest, the oldest, and play some The oldest guy carded. They card all of us. Danny doesn't have his fucking ID. Well, no, he has his ID, but it's I'm expired. I didn't, I no, your but ID. But it definitely shows I'm over. No, it shows I'm over 40, though. It shows you're over 40, but it was expired, right? And no, the, but she just went snooty. She went snooty, and she's like, "I'm." This is my bar, and, I, and like, I don't let people with expired IDs down here. And she fucking kicked no, you she goes, specifically. No, she told us. She told us we should. I shouldn't be anywhere in the facility. She told us, which meant the whole me hotel. And then, uh, and then we went up to the uh, pool room, and third that floor, girl was yeah, the third third floor. We drank all night. We even went on the tour. Well, I gave I gave her an extra tip. I gave her an extra twenty. We even went on the the tour of like the the secret rooms and the secret bar. I think we even had a drink at the secret bar. I don't think we had a seat, but I can't remember if we got a drink there. But we found the seat, the secret bar, and then we went back to the the pool and and kept playing pool. The girl, the girl that manages down there, or is the main bartender? She used to work at a. she used to work at the Elks, at uh, the bar up at the Elks when I would go practice golf, cut, chip, play. And uh, so every time I go down there, she recognizes me, so it's not like i got to pull up my ID. You know, that McMinimins was one of the first places to close in Tacoma. They closed it all down, and they said that they were going to pay people for this whole COVID thing and blah, blah, blah. They've been closed down for as long as I've been out of work, I mean, as long as I've been out of, you know, doing the music stuff. I mean, this whole thing has been crazy. 
I, I don't know, man. What are what are the three what are what are the three things didn't you buy? What are the three things that could help somebody else get by? Say that again. What do you think about? What do you think about? What do you think about the three things that get you by? That get me by. While you're sitting at home, you're sitting at home, not able to do anything. You want to get back to work. <laughs> you want things to get back to normal. But what are the three things that get you by? Um, the three things that get me by. Number one is keeping your mind occupied. So whether whether that's keeping busy with something that has to do with your work or educating yourself with an online course or something like that, like where you've got like a big chunk of time to dedicate to that specific thing. Working out, I like to go take a quick jog. I mean, it doesn't, I mean, I'm old, so I don't like go for a run. I go for a jog and those jogs can be anywhere between two miles to six and I don't try to figure out how to like go faster I just try to figure out how to complete them bike rides too and the third thing is and I'll tell you right now what's fueling this podcast is just fucking wine (laughs) Uh, just what? wine and I'm not trying to like abuse it but like wine and I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. Danny knows that. I haven't, dude. I haven't smoked cigarettes in like fifteen years, and I quit smoking pot. I would love pot right now. I would love pot right now, but I I stopped smoking pot Thanksgiving of two thousand nineteen, and it's April twenty twenty. It was twenty 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 this year, and I didn't smoke any pot. Don't yeah. worry, parts. I got you covered. I know you do. I don't because I think pot takes your ambition away, and I don't like that. You don't seem to have a problem with that, really. But for me, it, no. But I, 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 for I me see it that does. it could. No, I see it could be. I could be lazy. I could be. And when I when I realize I am lazy, I kind of back off the pot because I want to be able to like if I'm in a smoke pot. Like, things to do while you're smoking pot is, like, cleaning the house, doing the dishes. Totally, totally. It, it makes that shit, way, it makes that shit way easier. The thing, is, it, it, the thing is, it's harder It's harder for me to smoke pot if I'm not going to do something because I'm like, I don't deserve to get high. If I'm going to get high, I want to do something productive. So when I was smoking pot, one thing that would help me was with my runs. And working out in general, because it took a lot of that. Oh, yeah. It took a lot of like this sucks, this sucks, this sucks away, and it was like, whoa, like I can do all these things, and like it's looser and not it. It was fun and creative, and it was like whoa, like it really changed a lot about exercising. But I already was doing that you anyway, know. anyway. But like. Working out with pot makes you lose your like angst. Like the the hey fuck you, I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm gonna. Let fuck me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. You ever uh, make an effort to smoke pot before you go to work? I used to, and it depends on what your job is. Because if your job has to do with anything with math, 
you're not smoking pot, dude. I can't add one plus one after smoking a joint, dude. Like, my math skills go out the fucking window. So you know what I do for a living? I fit clubs. People ask stupid questions all the time. Yeah, but that's... that's I'll, you're, I'll, 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 uh, huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, I'll come home for lunch and fucking smoke a big old dab and go back to work just stoner than fuck and have a hash pipe on me and uh, sit people. Because, I mean, the thing I look at life is that the older you get, the more you're able to deal with people without thinking too much. So certain things can get boring. But for me... Because I'm not a pill popper. I don't like pills. I would. I just... No, I don't like that type of thing. But I do believe that if I need a little bit of a um, upper, I'll smoke a dab before I go back to work. And I'll go back to work and I'll be happier than a clam and I'll, I'll think to myself that you got to be responsible extra responsible now because you're enjoying something nobody else in the store is enjoying and uh, don't stand out but take care of people and it's funny a lot of times when I smoke that pot and I go back to work I sell more than anybody else like because I'm not forcing people I'm just like hey you know just you know and, and sometimes you just see something hey, for me it makes me more interested in people totally I get it that. Makes, it makes me just. It makes me just sincerely think you're, about them because you're, I mean, you're more. In, you have a job all the time. You're more empathic. Well, if you do a job like I do for as many years as I've done it, which is sales. it gets boring. Yeah, it gets boring. But if you, if you, I, I'm just saying for me right now, I'm not saying for me in like two years or five years. But for me right now, coming home, having lunch, because I work close, I, I work close to where I live. You know, I can come home, grab a sandwich, and I can smoke a dab and go back to work and just kind of be pretty stoned. And, you know, but everybody really enjoys my service. So I figure as long as I'm doing a good service, There's no harm. Danny, your personality transcends. I mean, you're you are such a good people person that I love I love people. I love you people. Smoke, when you smoke when you smoke when you smoke pot or you drink, it brings out a different like it it tears down a level of defense for you. I think when you smoke pot, it makes you more interested in what people are saying. I try to be more honest. I think when, yeah, I think when you drink, you are more honest, but like when you smoke pot, it makes you more empathic. Like you're like, yeah, I understand what you're saying, dude. I totally get it. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, you're more interested, but also the thing too, is I don't want to sell somebody sell somebody something that they're going to bring back. 
Like, there's a lot of times when I'm smoking pot. A boomerang. And I'm, yeah, yeah, that's, I'm, that's I'm, a selfish, I'm, that's I'm a selfish like, thought. But, yeah, if you if you sell them right from the begin, beginning and you fit the solution to their need, they won't bring it back, ever. No, but this, this is what I've done. This is what I've had to done on a couple of people. And you know me. If I can help somebody, I will help them, Right. And there's been a couple of people that came into me last year and they wanted a new driver. And I'm like trying to like fit them and shit. And I'm like, Hey, uh, tell people asked, what you I'm do. Like, hey. First of all, I, I work. Well, I think I said a little bit through the podcast, you know, I work at a golf shop. I fit people for golf clubs professionally for over 20 years. And, and, uh, it's just a sport that a lot of people love, but, a lot of times I get people in there that are trying to do something that they don't have a natural ability to, to do. And, uh, this guy was in there and I'm trying to help him. And I didn't want to be rude, but I said, uh, Hey, how, how, uh, you thought about getting like lessons and stuff. And I go, Hey, what I would really like you to do. And I've actually, you know, I sent a lot of people to pros around the area and I go, before I fit you for a driver, what I'd really like to do is get your swing a little bit more consistent. That way I can fit you for something that actually is going to impact your game. I don't want to waste your money and sell you. I mean, I could give you something that would help you out now, but I mean, I, I see where the flaw is. It's not in your equipment. It's in your technique. And if you can learn how to control your technique you'll probably perform really good with maybe what you got. And so I would let the, the I'd let two of these guys go. I let two of them go last year. And, uh, I just sent them to people that knew how to teach them better. And they came back and they're like, Hey, that helped me out a ton. I'm not, so I'm not looking for a driver now, but I need a new set of irons. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Which is an expensive purchase. What's that? It's an expensive purchase. Well, the thing is, I just try to give people honest opinions. That way they they know I'm not trying to sell them. They can come and ask me for opinions. And if they need something, I can fulfill it. If they don't, I'm not going to sell them something they don't need. You're an educator. Kind of what I hope. This, You're an educator. Well, well, it's kind of what I hope this podcast is going to be, too, is that people are going to think about what we say as friends because we're talking openly and we're being and real we're being like real that. yeah yeah and we're not taking we're not taking anything out of context everything's live stream and stuff but but we're just listening to each other and uh seeing if that'll help the other person out in our own personal life i mean you know when you sit there and think about your parents you know your mom you're probably you know me, I'm taking care of my parents, and you're like, oh, you're probably going to get to a point where you're going to have to do that too, right? Yeah, but like my mo- my mom is only 20 years older than me. She had me when she was 20. Oh, dude, you've been aging fast. She might have to fucking take care of you. I got a perfect house if you ever need it. I just built a ramp on the front, so if you're ever in a wheelchair, we're going to roll your ass right in. 
Good, good news. <laughs> I'm going to put a putting green in the back. That way you'll have something to do. You know, that's kind of what I've been doing with my parents' house. Have they ever told you that? Like what? What I've been doing at my parents' house. Trying to make a resort? Well, I learned that as my parents get older, their, their house doesn't become a house anymore. kind of becomes a prison. So I've been trying to make their prison as comfortable as possible. And I thought down the road, like, as I get older, what would I like to do? And I was like, you know, certain things I'd like to do. So, but the thing is, I don't need a bigger house. I'm just sitting there thinking if I redo this house the way I, you know, where it's going, put a fire pit out in the back, have a nice little hangout in the backyard on the back deck. It'd be a good little spot to have like UFC fights, get togethers after, you know, after coronavirus. But, uh, I, I just always thought that if I, if I got to a point where I was not able to like leave my house, how would I want it to be? You know? Sure. So. That's what I'm trying to make it. But we talked on other episodes, you know, about your house. And you talked about maybe, you know, living other places on the road. Abandoned. You know, I think. Get a trailer and go caddy across the nation. Totally could. I mean, we, we, we're going to have other guests on this podcast that are from all over the fucking United States. Like, we got friends that are in Florida, Bandon, and Wisconsin. Oh, there's a, to- there's a, to- a lot of interesting people we haven't even met yet. We, yeah, we haven't up on the podcast yet. Yeah, totally. Well, just haven't even met. Just haven't even said hi yet, you know. Yeah, you're. That's totally what right. I've been trying to do, going through the stores and stuff like that. Like I said, when I went down to UP Station or uh, University Place to go to Safeway. Yeah, I went to the Safeway up here forever. Yeah, never ran to anybody, and I went down there and I ran into Andy Hill and you know that other guy, and it's just a different, you know, people act differently. It's weird it's like almost like why it's like you can drive 10 miles and people will act friendly but if you stay in your neighborhood sometimes they don't act friendly you know it's weird when do you question for you so you what? you you know what a bad habit of mine is what's that you know what a bad habit of mine is? I don't know. You have a couple. <laughs> well. They're normally, they're normally petite ones. Yo. Whoa. Petite blondes. What's your new bad habit? What's your other bad habit? 
I've been chewing like chewing lately. Chewing like tobacco? Oh yeah. You don't chew tobacco. I am now. I've never I've never ever 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 seen you chew tobacco. You gross motherfucker. Yeah, smoke I'm cigarettes. I am now. <laughs> smoke cigarettes. I'd rather you smoke cigarettes than get a job transplant. You know, that shit eats away at your job. At least take your lungs out. Be a man. Be a man. Take your lungs out. At least that way you'll have a good corpse. You're missing a jaw. You're fucked. Chewing right now? Yeah. You know, the the first time I ever tried chewing was with Andre. You remember Andre? Oh, yeah. Tattoo? Oh, yeah. So for the podcast people, Andre was a, a tattoo artist, apprentice, when he was working at the golf shop. And he was in the back room with me and stuff. And But he was just a kind of a bulldog, just, you know. Totally. He just told you what he told you what to do, and you did it. The reason you did it is because it got things done quicker, and you guys got out of there quicker. And me and him would go to because uh, <clears throat> he was always asking me for a ride to. Uh, he worked at Ace Tattoo over on a uh, 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 shit. What's that over by Pizza Casa? You remember Pizza Casa? <laughs> no. Pizza Casa was the exit where Tacoma Golf and Country Club is. And, uh, oh, so like, right. Yeah, but his tattoo shop was right there, but right next to his tattoo shop was, uh, the Gentleman's Club. The worst strip club ever. But we went into it so many times. It was just, we would get done with work and he's like, hey, can you give me a ride to work? And I'm like, sure, yeah, no problem. And he goes, hey, you don't mind if we stop? And once in a while, we'd stop at like Deja Vu. That was a nicer spot. It was on the way. Because it was right on South Korean Way there, South Tacoma Way. And, uh, but uh, you get to the end of the spit, and uh, there's no more. You, you got to get back on the freeway or you got to get back out of town. And there's a strip club there. And it should have gave you every hint of not going into it especially being called the gentleman's club. But, uh, of course you got to crawl in that son of a bitch. And we went in there and I probably spent a couple hundred. Get fucked up. And yeah. Well, there, there, they actually served alcohol. It was the only strip club I've ever been where they served alcohol. Ever. And I, I mean, I'm not saying I, I haven't been to clubs in uh, Vegas. I just, you know, when there's too much stuff to do in Vegas to go to a strip club. But, uh, like, even in Arizona, I remember going to Arizona and there's no alcohol in there. But there was that one bar, there was that one place, the Gentleman's Club, had a bar in there, Crown on the Rocks. Oh. Uh, there was never any looking, there was never any good looking girls in there. Well, we got about two minutes left, and uh, I just want to say, 
we're in our third third show. And uh you know, it's gonna go pretty good. And I think that you know, the more wondering we, where we can take it. I think we can take it to as as many places as we want to. I got twenty eight thousand followers on LinkedIn. So you know, where we want to take it we can take it. I like our well. It we we've com- got comments. We, are good. Comments are comments are good, so we know what people want to talk about. We also got we also got a, a rotation of guests that we could take. Well, more than anything, it's just nice to be able to uh, just just say our point of view, you know, our our perspective on life and friends and family and you know, what you would do and stuff. And, but, uh, if you'd like us to talk about anything else, that'd be cool too. You know, I think we're in this together. Well, I think that, uh, you know, our friend group, if we had another guest right now, it's just been me and you this entire time. I mean, well, we could call somebody. We could call somebody else. It's still early enough. We, you want to do a fourth podcast? Uh, let me look at the. Let me look at the. Um, I mean, we could. We could do another. We could do a fourth. I think we save it to. All right, let's let's close this out. Let's close this one out. Yeah, let's close it out. So, follow us and you know, I mean, we're going to keep putting them out, putting them out. You're taking forever, first. Hey, thanks for listening. Have a good time. Have a good night. I know it's tough out there. We got dogs barking in the background, but hey, we're going to see if we got another podcast in us. Talk to you guys soon. Have a good night. All right. Peace. Brooks, you out. <laughs> All right. Everybody, thank you for listening. And uh, we are going to come back with some phenomenal guests. And uh, Danny's always going to be here. And we're going to have our friends from the garage, uh, which we used to broadcast from way back in the day. And uh, we're going to bring them on. We've only brought on a couple. And we're going to keep bringing them. Bring in the garage. Bring in the garage. Bring in the garage. Okay. All right, Danny. What's in your average garage? All right, Danny. You have a great night. And I'll call you tomorrow. And uh, we will uh, figure out what we're going to do. All right, everybody. Danny's gone, and uh, we're going to figure out what we're going to do. All right, bye, everybody.